That's right, you geeks. Welcome into the Echo Screen. Only eight minutes late. That's a low energy intro there. Oh, yeah, but but that's only because we're eight minutes late. Oh, okay. Yeah, like like we already did the real intro. It happened eight minutes ago. Fair we're enough. Just, just kind of standing here now, waiting for the stream to start. When will these guys start this freaking stream? <laughs> Um, so if you're still with us, thank you so much. Welcome to the Echo Screen, the official podcast of the Clan of the Gray Wolf. As always, <laughs> I am your host, the Commodore. Ding, ding. And with me is the obviously energetic Rue, which is uh, uh, pretty damn phenomenal. How are you doing tonight, Rue, besides the technical issues? I'm doing all right. I'm excited for tonight's episode. You are? Yeah. Does that mean you're not excited for all the other episodes? Not at all. They all Good. Suck. I'm glad we can be honest. Yes. We have a very special guest tonight, too, folks. I, I hope... I hope I hope you brought those listening ears, and I hope you brought some <laughs> some 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 energy to this thing because we're going to need it because we haven't had any coffee, um, a little bit of alcohol, but no coffee. We have a very special guest tonight. It's Jimmy Fallon. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> that, that was a good Jimmy Fallon. That's pretty good Jimmy Fallon. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. 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 It's a good show, guys. It's a good show. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, we didn't get Jimmy Fallon. We did one better, and we got Pat the NES punk. Pat, how are you doing this fine uh, evening? Also known as Pat Contry. That's that's my professional name. Yeah, but I I, I, I like to refer to you professionally only here. I thought it was interesting how you you had to clarify that this was the official podcast of Clan of the Gray Wolf, like, as if right. there were people running around all over the internet trying to leech off the name of the website. <laughs> hey man, there's like doing their own podcast on the side. There's these like, these. These total dorks tried to make a game about it, like, in 1992, so that yeah. happened. There's, like, four other podcasts. One's, like, spelled G-R-E-Y. There's, like, Clan of the Black Wolf. It's weird. Yeah. It when are you guys going to get a third member for your clan again or, or someone else? Is, is interest that low at this point? Wait, are, are, you, are, you, are you submitting your application? Is that what oh, that God, means? no. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> oh, okay. You 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 could have played along for like at least you, five more seconds there. No, oh no, I, I could I couldn't even fake that. You broke my heart. Enthusiasm. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. and for everyone uh, may notice some differences. We are back on YouTube after a almost year uh, stopover on Twitch um, for various reasons. We decided to go back to YouTube uh, and and Twitch changing a bunch of stuff uh, around, which we talked about in the last episode. Didn't hurt. But uh, yes, welcome back. Um, and we are also trying the YouTube comments for a spin. Last time we tried about a year ago, they were, we'll say, subpar. But uh, <laughs> feel free to leave your 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 comments uh, in the in the chat and let us know if uh, you're liking it better, worse, or anything else we need to change. That's right. Um, but otherwise, the show will continue to keep its existing format, which has three yes. parts. And I quote: First, we have. The question, or sorry, we don't have the question and answer. That's not a quote. Don't, don't, don't take that. That's, That's the third terrible. part of the program. Already failed. The, uh, the first part of the program is the news and notes, the tids and bits. We like to talk about things that we think you guys should know about and, uh, you know, put our little, you know, little, little spin on it a little bit, if you will. I'm trying to make that sound sexy. Uh, didn't work. Nope. I try to make a lot of things look sexy. Does not work. Pat, you ever tried to make anything look sexy? God. Never. It's it's just awful when I try. It's just a disaster. I agree. You're a liar. You're a, I, you're a liar. I can't bring sexy back because I never brought it to begin with. <laughs> okay, then. See, maybe I think I would be good friends with Justin Timberlake. You think he would be good friends with me? 
I think I think yeah. he's a great guy. He's he's a smart kid. He's he's married one of the most beautiful women in on, in the world. There's, there's a butt coming here. There's a butt coming. But he wouldn't spend any time with your lowly ass. Is that what you were about to say? No, I think he would. But I'd probably murder him just for Jessica Biel. I mean, that's. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like how you say he's a smart kid. He's what like forty. Yeah. No. He's nice. mid thirties, early thirties. Yeah. He started young. Yeah. He started like he started seventeen, eighteen. So eh. I mean, I guess compared to Pat, he's young, but whatever. Youthful yes. exuberance. Mr. I can run for president in the next election. Yeah, I might be able to. I might I nominate think, him. I, I've been I think thinking I, about it. I, I could get a, you know, I would campaign in Guam a lot and get that one electoral vote that no one cares about, you know. You actually have a pretty good shot at that one. I don't know. Actually, I don't think Guam don't has an electoral vote. You're thinking of delegates uh, for the party. Uh, anyway. Okay. We have new Sids and Bits. Yeah, we have uh, news and Thank you for keeping me on. What are you keeping people on track tonight? Usually, the diversion can. I allowed a two-minute diversion, and then we got to get back. Justin's Usually thirty-three, the- by the way. Justin's a young thirty-three. Oh wow! See, I am surprised. Yeah, so he's he, not that much so older. He than is you. younger than you, but older than us. That's right. Just exactly. to be clear, exactly what I said. Not to make this personal. Yes. Uh, then we move right along into the topic du jour. That is the topic of the day, and today. Mm, I love that. We're going to be talking about trolls. And no, not the kind of trolls that live under bridges, although they might come up as well. We're going to talk about internet trolls. Dun, dun, something dun. that Pat knows nothing about. <laughs> Which is why we invited him. Yay! You invited so, me like uh, yesterday. And I was like, oh, I'm doing this thing? Okay, let's do it. Someone <laughs> must have been very drunk at Con Bravo. Yeah, I know, I know. Remember when we told you not to say something? I got that was tons of fan requests at Con Bravo. You're just one of many. fan requests. <laughs> Yeah, oh, guy. They love my work. What a bunch of schmucks. Um, yeah, and then we'll get to the third portion of the program where everybody can ask the questions that are you know just driving them on their minds. If you have any questions you'd like to ask us, ask us as in Rue myself, ask Pat, because unless we really piss him off, he's going to hang around. Yeah. Um, or unless we take up way too much of his time, because so, we all know uh, he doesn't spend that much time with fans. Yeah, well, you know, people are going to bitch at me for not getting Flea Market Madness out in time. Well, I'm just going to blame you guys. Fair enough. And that's that's totally fine. Hey, both of those any publicity will be is good publicity. Yeah, both those people will be very upset. That's right. They will be. See, now, that was a little tit for tat there. I like what you did. I like what you did. Yeah. But we're going we're gonna to keep this clean tonight. Little, anyway. Did you say a little rue for Pat? No. So, you should have. Anyway. I should have. That would have been a good thing, though. So, if you'd like to ask a question of us, of Pat of life, of video games, of Donkey Kong Jr. math, then please sure. <laughs> send us a question. You can actually tweet me a question at It's the Commodore, which I'm putting into the chat as we speak. Boom, and it'll show up there in about 45 seconds. And it'll be there. It'll be there. Just trust me. Yeah, it'll be there. Eventually. Tweet me at It's the Commodore. I've already got a couple questions floating in, so we're, we are primed and ready for that. So let's move into the news and notes portion of the program, gentlemen. Real kick us off. Okay, before we start, I unfortunately need to do this uh, silly thing, this ice bucket challenge, which a coworker did gave me. I'm not pouring an ice bucket over my head because I have a lot of electronics sitting next to me. So I'm going to make yeah. it quick and basically just submerge my face in uh, a bowl of ice water until I can't feel it anymore. And then we okay. will be good. So ready? Go. Are you, okay. you going to tell? Yeah, okay, go ahead. Go yes. ahead. And, go ahead. and while I'm doing this, you people, you kind folks, you two, you tell people what the hell this is in case they haven't been living on the internet in the past week. Ready? <gasps> go. Isn't that why it's topical? It's only if topical. There was ever, ever a chance for an accidental drowning, this would be it. Um, so basically, <laughs> this has been uh, 
storming the web to raise awareness for ALS, aka Lou Gehrig's disease, which is a very debilitating disease that I'm guessing doesn't get a lot of research for it, unfortunately. And it, is that his last breath? Are we broadcasting a live suicide? Is that what we're doing? That now? would be unbelievable. <gasps> that would drive the ratings through the roof. <laughs> I, I think you'd take one for the team. Yeah. Jelly. Anyway, he's back. Okay, so, the so end, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so just in case just in case you hadn't seen one, now you have. And if you haven't seen one, it probably means you don't have internet access until this very day. So, yes. welcome to the internet. Yeah, so you can just look it up. But essentially the idea is that you you challenge people to dump a bucket of ice water. I can, my mouth doesn't work now. A bucket of ice water over their yep. head. Uh, and if they, if they do it, then they have to donate $10 to the ALS uh, Foundation. And if they don't, they have to do 100 And then they challenge three more people and it becomes viral. And big celebrities have done this. So this is a weird, we were discussing this before, uh, Pat and I, this seems like a, a strange, weird, peer pressure type thing to do. Um, mm -hmm. it, is, it is, however, a good thing, I think, over this, pa this past month in fundraising, the ALS Foundation has raised like 15 million more dollars than it did at the same time last year. And that's great. My grandfather died of, of Lou Gehrig's disease. I never got to meet him because of that. So it's, it's a cause that I actually do care a lot about. So I'm not challenging any particular people with this. Um, instead, I challenge all of you at some point in this year, please give something to a charity of your choice at some point. It could be ALS uh, Foundation. Pat, uh, with his friend Ian, uh, do a gaming marathon for charity every year. Uh, I believe his is coming up in November. Um, and of course, Commodore and I have our yearly charity marathon as well, which will also be in December. You could do anything, any of those. You could just donate on your own, but it's, it's important to, to donate to charity, so please do so. I bet you didn't think you were, you were going to get uh, that kind of knowledge on tonight's podcast, but you did. So go contribute some money to charity, folks. Yes. Um, I have a news and notes thing I'd like to bring up. Okay. Which is, which is uh, actually news and notes, not just, you know, not just like something that's going on right now. So I got news today that Halt and Catch Fire mm. is actually going to be renewed for a second season. That's exciting. I like that. I think so. it's pretty exciting. Have you watched this, Pat? No, I have not. Have you you're just like everybody else. You're just like everybody else. No one what else is has watched the show halt? besides me and Rip. Halt and Catch Fire. Um, what, what channel is it on? It's on AMC. Do you watch Mad Men at all? I used to. Okay, but, so uh, it's, it's vaguely Mad Men-ish, except it, it takes place at a computer company in the early 80s. Um, oh, so they're trying to just do the same thing again. <laughs> <laughs> There's differences, Other definitely, period. but you, you get that. The, the comparisons are inevitable. But um, yes. it's a good show. The first season just completed. We we both enjoy it. So you guys should It's very watch. different. It's a very different they, kind of show. What are they making? IBM PCs or something? What yeah, are they IBM, yes. IBM clones. Yes, actually. Yep. Uh, um, with an 8086. It's, it's pretty interesting. They, um, it's a cool moment. I am interested to see where they're going to go simply because of some of the teasers they've given in the show that weren't exactly paid off, I think, in the first season. Um, but, you know, we all know what happens, right? The Internet becomes huge and, and PCs come, go everywhere. So it's kind of an interesting moment to be looking back at. And, and I think um, they do a great job because they you can tell this is not people you've actually ever heard of. This is not like true characters. It's not like they're telling the story of Steve Jobs or something. But because you haven't heard of them, you know, they kind of like have to eventually die on the vine or something. But it's just cool to see somebody with all those hopes and dreams, like trying to make a, a computer before that was a thing to do. 
It's a good show. It's good. Check it out. You ever see the Pirates of Silicon Valley? The TNT Yes. Anthony Michael Hall as Bill Gates and Noah Weil as Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. It's a good movie. And it brought you up to, basically up to when Apple was in the shit can, like right before they were going to come out with the iPod where Bill Gates appears on a screen basically as a savior of Apple yep. by buying, you know, part of the company. That's right. Yeah. Um, of the depictions of Steve Jobs, that's probably the best, I would say. Was there and three, right? Scary. There's that one. And then there was what? Uh, Ashton Kutcher. And there was what, the third, the second movie just came out, right? Uh, yes, actually. Did, did, did it just come out? Or it was coming out? Or they're at least filming I think another one? I think they're filming another one. I don't think it's come out. Um. But- Kutcher one actually like bombed. I think no one saw. Oh, it. oh good yeah, because well, it was that was from everything I heard that was a complete whitewash of Steve Jobs basically. And, yeah, and, and, and also uh, kind of a cash grab. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, I, I'm not all too keen on that, but I do like the fact that that they're getting another season. I think it's a great show, and if you haven't checked it out. You'll have nothing better to do for the next year. So do it. <laughs> uh, as a programming note, and I say this just because it's funny to watch the the. Uh, stream uh, spike on it, but uh, if you're you well, obviously you're watching this on YouTube, uh, we are broadcasting in 720p. So if you go to the little options there, you can watch us in beautiful high definition. So uh, avail yourself of that. Um, yeah. Another news and note, uh, fairly quick. Uh, there was a rumor leak today of. Um, the Super Smash Brothers uh, 4, whatever you want to call it, uh, full roster. This was actually leaked in a few, mm-hmm. a few places uh, by um, on the Smashboards uh, and also on 4chan, which, yeah, I know 4chan, but still. Um, let's see. So basically, let's see. Here, I'm going to get some pictures up and cover uh, Commodore's smiling face here. But, um, oh no, everything crashed. <laughs> Seriously, everything I had up just crashed. Anyway, uh, the main the main thing uh, to talk about here is the addition of the new characters. Uh, so we have, okay, we have. Um, now I'm, I'm just looking to see here. So Lucas, Wolf, Ice Climbers, and Snake supposedly are out. Uh, oh, they're 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 not going to be in the game. Suppose yes, and however, uh-huh. it's also rumored they will be DLC, which would be interesting move for Nintendo. <laughs> yep. um, <laughs> and then we also have, um, okay, this is great. I'm completely <laughs> unprepared now because uh, Google Chrome keeps crashing. Uh, we have Doctor Mario coming back for the first time since Melee. Uh, okay. We have Krom from uh, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, which kind of makes sense because there's a sequel coming. Hmm. Uh, and we also have, uh, perhaps most interestingly to me, a new edition, the Duck Hunt Dog. Oh, that's just weird. <laughs> as a character? As a character, as a playable no character. No way. Yes. Come on. There, and so you're looking at this uh, at this video... Or I'm not video. I'm sorry. Pictures. <clears throat> you can see some screenshots here. This is a uh, pretty convincing new artwork uh, being shown on here. Uh, mm. It makes it somewhat believable. I think I actually believe this. I mean, who would have ever thought Rob, for example, would have been a character before he was yeah, released in Brawl? Who would have ever really thought that Mr. Game and Watch would be a character? You know, um, no, would not have guessed that. 
so 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 with the with that and of course the um uh addition of miss you know pac-man and things like that i'm liking the retro love supposedly that that could be coming out for this new smash brothers i'm kind of excited uh but when i was telling pat about this earlier he said what does it matter we'll all know what the roster is in about a month anyway because the three <laughs> games coming out so that's that is true but I am interested, since Pat is our resident NES expert, what he thinks about the inclusion of the dog from Duck Hunt. Is that the next natural character to include from the NES catalog? I think that's bullshit until I see that. (laughs) Why why did I have a funny feeling? Because, I mean, Rob was at least an iconic, you know, character, and it was basically when that game came out, it was like, what, around the 25th anniversary of the NES, so it made made sense to have Rob on the the Wii uh, version. Uh, But a secondary character in a Zapper game? I don't know. I don't. I'll believe that when I see it. And all he really does is laugh. So, but it's yeah. It, I mean, this is a dog. It, you know. <laughs> but it's not. It's it's not uh, a secondary character from a Zapper game. It's a secondary character from the Zapper game. So, sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um. And yes, uh, Ness is there. Um. Doctor Steve Burrell. Uh, Ness was actually in the leaked photos, so I never thought he was going to be taken out. No. Honestly, so come on. Well, and if, if 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 Ness were not in the game, you would have cried for a solid twenty four hours. Yes, Don't lie. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, and then sure. I feel we kind of need to talk about this because the internet's freaking blowing up about it. But uh, so oh, okay, yep. The yep. whole uh, so Zoe Quinn, who, if you are not aware, is someone uh, who is someone. Damn it, was a. <laughs> Well, it was a somewhat controversial figure before this past week, but it's kind of blown up. She is a uh, a game developer uh, who created a Depression Quest, which is a um, a, a, a basically a, a text adventure or it's, yeah, it's a text adventure game <clears throat> where you are depressed and you need to find ways to deal with it. Essentially, and this is like a fun yeah. game. Yeah. No, oh yeah, right? it sounds great. And this is uh, this is someone that Daniel and I in our, you know, infamous Lost Pax East episode where we talked about, you know, conventions, if if we're kind of getting over them or not. One of my favorite episodes and, of course, didn't get recorded, but uh, we (laughs) one one of the best uh, um, panels. We were in a tight ship here. One of the best panels we (laughs) saw at Pax East involved. She was on it talking about, funnily enough, Internet trolls. Um, And she was talking a lot about her personal interactions with them and you know kind of using that to well whatever she 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 has used um a victim status so to speak to to help bolster her own um visibility uh some would say yeah i i I mean when when she presented at that particular panel i felt like it was a little heavy handed Mm -hmm. about what her kind of motivations were supposed to be um, it's not that I disagree with everything she said. I certainly didn't. I think she made some good points. But it also really seemed like she was just kind of tooting her own horn to, you know, try to be the hero, if that makes sense. Yes. And, and we're downtrodden hero. Yeah. And, we're not, and we came around, we came away from it saying, like, okay, well, that, she was a good speaker and everything. We're, we're not bad mouthing her based off of that. No. Um, but in the past week, in case you haven't heard, which, again, you haven't been on the internet the past few days, uh, if you haven't, uh, she um, some, some news came out from uh, an ex-boyfriend who released some blah, blah, blah information. And there's, there's so many details that aren't even necessary to go into. But essentially that uh, she cheated on him with several indie developers and 
perhaps most disturbingly, a uh, writer for, for Kotaku, uh, who also had worked for Rock, Paper, Shotgun. Now, um, this raises some alarms uh, for people because it's, they say, wait a minute, here's a, an indie developer, and here's a guy that you know works for an online news uh, outlet uh, about gaming. Conflict of interest, question mark? Yeah, um, maybe. Well, and that's the thing. So I've looked into this. Kotaku released a statement. <clears throat> Stephen Totillo. Uh, did they know, really? They, they did just a few hours ago, actually. Finally. Uh, which, you know, it, it, they need to address it because l- let's, I mean, let's, we're not talking about, you know, whether, you know, we're not talking about her sexual infidelities, blah, 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 blah. Frankly, the, the acts themselves are her own business. I think we can just say she's not a good person and frankly a bit of a um, she, she's uh, what's the word I'm looking for when you say one thing and you do another. Help me out. Here, um, you hypocritical? Hypocritical. Thank you. I think I, I think we can all go away saying she's not a very good person. Um, That's why I'm here. That's what I do on this podcast. I, I give you words. Yes. but re- Thank you. Exactly. But regardless of that, <laughs> you know, is this a conflict of interest? And, and Stephen Totillo says he talked with um, uh, Nathan Grayson, who is the guy she had a relationship with. Uh, about this and supposedly the way that the timeline works is he never actually wrote a review about Depression Quest. He did mention it in articles uh, about indie games a couple times, once at Rock, Paper, Shotgun, once at Kotaku, and supposedly this was all before they had a relationship. Granted, the timeline looks like it was about a week before, um, but... Which, you know... I know that's kind of rocky, but... Yeah. The, the, yeah. the point is not to cast judgment over over uh, Nathan Grayson here, uh, but it it's... this is Some people have come out like, blah, blah, blah. Now, granted, mm-hmm. I'm sure there are a few people that are like that, and that'll go very nicely into our troll comment or segment in a little bit. But <laughs> right, it, it is it is not it is not a bad thing to question, you know, the integrity journalistic integrity here. In terms of curing favor for positive press, you could be curing favor to squash any negative press. Mm-hmm. There you go, and that's also potential. That yeah. So it's been it's been alleged that um there was this female i think game jam site that uh zoe quinn again alleged that she totally squashed it um and basically uh i guess added these people's personal uh personal address and name and everything and then totally just yes. said you guys are positive that's not enough it's, it's totally still a breach of ethics to me yeah. it's totally a breach of ethics Yes, and um, it, it's worrisome, and it's worth looking at, and it's worth discussing. Yeah. You know, it, it's not fair. It, it, it's not fair or intellectually honest to just shut down discussion and say you're misogynist. We can't talk about this. You're just trying to hate her because you well, hate her. You well, know? that's a right. that's a totally other discussion. I'm not sure we have time to get into. Oh, right certainly now. not. However, no. if you would like to uh, hear more of particularly Pat's uh, thoughts on it, you can watch the completely unnecessary podcast, <laughs> uh, which. Uh, you guys start doing what uh, at uh, midnight, essentially, uh, Eastern 12, time. 12, 12 a.m. Uh, Eastern, nine p.m. Pacific. Uh, for next, those on the West Coast. next Wednesday, and you can find oh, that at. Uh, I'm sure, the clip will go on YouTube and, and be very popular afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Someone's calling Count on it. Um, if, it's, if it's Frank, I'm putting him on. No, it's not. No. So. Tell him to go away. <laughs> uh, and and um, sorry, can't talk in the middle of a podcast. Bye. <laughs> yeah, shut him down. So, so cool. 
Um, that's that's the band hammer. And, and actually, Nash in the middle of uh, who from uh, of Radio, Radio Dead Air, uh, a, a good friend of the program, um, uh, had a great tweet earlier today about how there's a and he was just talking in the chat about this about how this is not a great. Um, this is not good for anyone involved. You know, no one's coming out of this looking good. Um, right. And in particular, it's like, look, feminists, I understand that Zoe has been, you know, a good champion for what you want to happen, you know, what you want, you know, more women in gaming, et cetera, et cetera. But is this really the hill you want to die on? Uh, which I think is a great quote. It's like, that's, you might want to give up on this one. Again, uh. not a good person, hypocritical. In the end, I don't think this, my personal opinion is this is not a huge deal. This is something that people are going to not really be discussing in a few weeks. Um, yeah. But it's not something that should be just shut down discussion. And I, yeah. I don't know. I think and this, could be the, this could be the start of people holding gaming sites, uh, news sites, journal sites, journalistic sites. That's funny because Kotaku is a goddamn rag. <laughs> holding, them, holding them accountable to some sort of ethics. Because before it's like, who watches the Watchmen? Who actually, who who holds them accountable for their actions? Who who holds them accountable if they're paid off for reviews? And everyone always says it happens that sites are paid off for news and coverage, but no one calls them out on it, and there's absolutely no consequences to it. So uh, this is the first. This is at least this is the you know the spark of the match that starts off at least a movement for people taking this a little more seriously. That that then that's good. That's a good thing. But it I is, and I think as long yeah. as people are, are are showing that if that movement is they're 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 voting with their feet, as in they're they're just leaving sites, um, I'm totally fine with that because I I think all of us would agree that gaming journalism has been kind of a barren wasteland for a long time, and it's tough to find pieces that are written fairly well rather than just written with a particular slant or a particular you know I mean it's the whole reason that that joystick got blown to pieces because it was kind of AOL's perspective on what was going on. Um, it, as long as it's more about folks taking media more seriously and critically analyzing media, I'm fine with it. As, if it doesn't turn into, and this is, a, this is the segue into our next conversation, if their critique turns into just spamming the crap out of people that they don't like because their opinion doesn't matter or doesn't match theirs, I should say, that's a bad thing. Why don't we talk about trolls, gentlemen? Speaking <laughs> of trolls. That is a good segue. Uh, so, so, yeah, yeah so, go, please go ahead. I mean, yeah, I, I think we, we, we wanted to talk about trolls for a while, and, and it's, it's good to have Pat here, too, because I think it's always good to get more, you know, a, another perspective on this. But we went to the aforementioned um, uh, PAX East talk, um, really about trolls, and... You know, there seem to be a lot of diverse kind of uh, thoughts about how to deal with trolls, what trolls are, so on and so forth. But we thought it would be a good conversation to have here to talk about, you know, um, why we think trolls exist and what we think kind of feeds them and what we think might be a way to better handle uh, those kinds of situations. So, you know, what I'd probably like to do is, is start by maybe defining what we all think of as, you know, what are trolls? What, what, what do they do and, and how do they operate? <clears throat> yes. And I, I think this is important to, to start out the conversation because it is the, the term troll is thrown out a lot nowadays yep. to mean yep. someone I disagree with. Essentially. It's like, Oh, right. you're, you're saying something that I think is silly uh, because I disagree with it. You must be a troll. <laughs> right. 
Um, so that's, I don't think that's a troll. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> what am I drinking? I'm drinking my bowl of ice, ice water challenge here because I'm, th I'm thirsty. Anyway. That's, that's disgusting. Yes. Anyway, keep going. Yep. Uh, Pat, what is a troll to you? Whew. Okay, a troll is someone that um, goes out of their way to post something to get uh, attention, usually negative, and just doing it just to get attention, not not for any sort of healthy discourse, not for any, any sort of critical sort of analysis. They're doing it just to get their rocks off, basically, just to cause trouble. Now, that's not to say that you can't cause trouble inadvertently, which you can. You can also be a troll, I believe, if you are, if you have, you know, a discussion with someone reasonable, and then if you keep coming at it and don't, you know, you don't know how to basically end the conversation, and you then you come become nasty. That's also another type of troll, when they just keep repeating the same points over and over again, and realize, okay, well, you made your point, dude. Enough's enough. You know, yeah. I I don't want to listen to it anymore. I don't have to. I've heard it eight times. You know, so that's that's another type of troll. Yeah, or a spammer or a griefer. Those are different kinds of you know, trolls per se, that might not be kind of, I think, what you so aptly put, which is somebody that basically goes out of their way to kind of put something out there that is just trying to get a rise out of everybody by virtue of what the content is really all about, right? Someone's trying to talk about X, you just throw out their Y just to see the shit storm kind of blow up in front of you. That's a troll. I, I like the way Brian puts it in the chat. They're essentially uh, attention whores. Like that is the yeah. purest form of an attention whore. Someone looking for attention, uh, and that's right. why the most common, you know, piece of advice with trolls is you know don't feed the trolls, don't pay meaning don't pay attention to them, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but but do, what do we think about that? I mean, so I, that's that Pat. I, that's that's kind of. I mean, what do you think about the idea of of just oh don't talk to them and they'll go away? I think I think that doesn't work. Um, I think it makes it worse because you are giving them even a little bit of power just to have, the, have their comment out there. I mean, I've seen it happen on websites. And, Joey, we disagree on this. We've gone back and forth. There's on RetroWare where you're like, yeah. let, them, let them dig their own grave. The problem is, though, is that discourse discourages any actually positive and constructive discourse because you have to deal with all the bullshit around that and people getting responded to by some asshole. And so then maybe they don't want to have any discussion at all and they stop commenting. So I, I disagree that I think you should just let it stay there because of that alone. I think you are empowering these people that are just seeking attention by letting their, you know, comments even be there when they're just when not all, but the vast majority are just seeking attention for whatever sick reason that they need to. That's my so why, why do you why do you think Rue that that they shouldn't be fed or that they should be ignored? I I, I just my personal I you know feeling is uh, if if you if you ignore them. Uh, don't pay attention to them. I mean, that's what they want. That's what they want is attention. If you mm -hmm. do not quote unquote feed them, it'll die on the vine, and you know, no, no one, no one will be, you know, no, no one will be hurt essentially. Uh, yeah. And and granted, I think that takes a thick skin, uh, especially for for quote unquote internet personalities that many don't have many i'm not saying i'm not singling you out pat for this I, i'm thinking of other people in general um or in particular like me for example i have yeah you're such thin skin incredibly thin skin um, i just every single word i just hang on oh he didn't like my video <laughs> but but i mean you know if some people just like will obsess over uh a, a, a douchey comment 
and just be like, and they'll go back and forth, and it's just like it's not going to get anywhere arguing with the troll in my mind. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your you know energy and your emotional state. Um, you know, it's just a pointless pointless exercise to me, and I'd rather just ignore it. Um, I think I'm kind of in the middle. I I I could see both both sides because I I love what Pat talked about with you know. I think sites should be about encouraging good discourse and, and bringing out, um, uh, you know, good, intelligent conversation, which is, let's face it, a rarity among media outlets these days. Yeah, um, about, you know, basically. Yeah. Being able to have a diversity of opinions and to be able to sort some of those ideas out is a good thing. Um, and a lot of times trolls divert and hijack the yes. actual topic of conversation from what's intended. Right. Yeah. I like. I don't see any. I mean, I'm talking about. We again. We got into this before, where I, I wanted to. I when I was moderator on Retro, there were certain people I wanted to ban because I felt they were just causing trouble, and I think Joey didn't want to. Didn't want to. And it's like it's not that. It's not just that that they they try to troll one thread. They'll keep coming back to other threads, and repeat right. their same. It's not. So it's not like they're just. Some there's difference between someone you have to be able to tell if it's a one-off. Or maybe, maybe someone's having either like like, like Joey kind of alluded to a bad day, they're having yeah. some sort of issue that in the moment. And I've responded to trolls on my website and on YouTube, and a, a good chunk of the time, when they see a response, it maybe it hits them that okay, maybe I shouldn't act like a, that big a douchebag, and they'll have <laughs> yeah. a, at least a more reasoned response after that. But right. there are some people where that does not work. And at that point, it, to me, it's like trying to have a discussion with a drunken, you know, homeless person out, outside in the street. Which is that's yeah, is what it's like. What I'm trying. I'm being reasonable with you, but your state of mind's not even allowing any sort of rational discussion to occur. So why am I even bothering with my time at that point? But I think. But I think to Rue's point, the the end of that, the the rational end of that vein of thought <laughs> is never try to have a rational conversation with an irrational person. So, Correct. And don't, However, don't engage, right? So my allegory then is, okay, I'm not going to engage that person. They're going to follow me down the street and drunkenly yell at me, hmm. even though my conversation is already over with them. Yeah. And I have yeah. to deal with that. And, and yeah. that that is someone, uh, uh, R, R2319 just said in the chat, is like, well, well, then what do you do when you ba they basically do something that you can't ignore, like they're DDoSing a stream or yeah. they dox you or something like that like they they put they put stuff out like hey well you live at blah 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 street and blah 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 saskatchewan you know it's like stuff that could act how did you know i live in saskatchewan well you know you just look canadian um yeah, i'm sorry i didn't mean it i take it back um okay, thank you <laughs> but, my i have such thin skin remember and, and that's a good question it's like what if someone's doing something that could really you know it's not just trying to hurt your feelings it's something that could actually harm you or or someone else you know then then yeah. what do you do um, yeah, but but I think there's there's something different between something that is a legal threat against somebody, right? Because it's you know we're talking about legality there when someone makes a threat at you or starts publishing your own personal information without your consent. Uh, that is that is a legal issue, rather than somebody that's just trying to get a rise out of a community mm -hmm. or is just a griefer or is just or is spamming you just to shut you down. You know, I think we've been very lucky. At the clan of the gray wolf because you know the discourse has been largely phenomenal um but we've certainly had our share of people in chat rooms and otherwise try to hijack things and take it over of course i mean 
holy crap, we, we were freaking broadcasting the marathon of Rule 34. We got, <laughs> we got every kind of person in that chat room you could possibly imagine. Yes. Um, and it was impossible to control. And control is what we're all trying to, you know, what we all wish we could do in a perfect world. But then again, the fact that we have that community is, is we want to release, we want to relinquish some of the reins of control. And the reason why I side back, you know, I'll swing back a little bit toward Rue's position is that I think, you know, one of the reasons why it's worked well for us is because we have such a great community of people that when someone comes out there and says something, they get beat down. And if they try to pull out a bigger hammer, we have people with even bigger hammers than that, and we have more of them. And it just kind of, it's it might, to Pat's point, it might be a game of whack-a-mole, but we all can wield the hammer to be able to bring those people back down. So you're saying wield a, a figurative hammer, not not wielding the band hammer. Correct. Right. It's the so, invisible okay. hand, Pat. So if, so if we're, if we're not we're on a Pollyanna world where we're singing Kumbaya and roasting marshmallows, no. what if you're in a situation where that doesn't occur and you have yeah. a, a, a horde of trolls or what I deal with the NES Marathon each year, mm. you have people that come in and try to derail the entire yeah. chat room. At that point, I'm not... I don't give a shit about who you are or what you are. You're going to get banned. And, you, and yes, you mean yeah. that doesn't matter anymore. So I guess we're, we're surprising here is that when does the point come where I don't give a shit about your quote unquote right to chat on the internet in, in my domain? Right. Yes. Which, yes. Let's, let's talk about it. This isn't yeah. like this isn't like a criminal act. If I ban you from a chat room, it's not it's not a civil suit coming my way. If I ban you, you have no no real right at the end of the day. Uh, to act like that and, and no. to expect to get away with it. And I, I, I completely agree. And I think there's a big difference between someone saying uh, you look like a wiener in a, in a YouTube comment on a video. I can just ignore that and be like, whatever. Uh, yeah. And if we're doing something that require, if we're, it, it, we all do these charity marathons and it requires a lot of attention on what we're playing, interacting with people, checking, you know, the, the donation totals, etc. cetera. Uh, we, that requires a lot of attention and we need, to, you know, the, I think for all of us, we would agree that tighter control needs to ma be maintained. And to do that, if someone's acting up, if someone's spamming the chat chat with penis, 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 or whatever, it, you're not going to try to reason with that person. You don't have the no. time. You just no. them and you move on with right. your life. And um, and we uh, do the same. You know, it's it's to be noted that, that that Pat's absolutely right. I mean, the marathon. I think almost every year we've ever had it. You know, I've sat there and just you know we we've always had the band hammer in the big seat. Yeah. And if if somebody comes on you don't like and they start doing something, it's just like well, I, the thing is, we always our policy has always been to ignore that behavior. And just click ban, not to try to bring attention to that, not to say, hey, people look at this. But usually what I'm saying, Pat, is that people kind of bark up and say, we got to get rid of this person. They're being ridiculous. Right. So someone's sure. going to coach you into that policing behavior, as it were. Rather but there's than some just people that themselves. there's some there's, there's some people that won't succumb. To, trolls, yeah. I think, by definition, aren't going to succumb to any social pressure True. to change their behavior. But if, no. by their definition, that their goal is to, uh, you know, like you said, be a griefer. They they want to sort of get off on on the chaos they're trying to cause. You know. Yes, I agree with that, and I think and I think we all agree that there is a line that gets crossed where we have to, you have to do something. You know. So, someone um, in the chat, the violent smoker, just said, um, "I have every right to my opinion, Pat." Oh, of course you do. I don't, but you don't have the right to force me to accept it or to read it or to listen to it, especially yes. 
on the internet, especially on my own website mm -hmm. or during my marathon or whatever else. Yeah, that's you, the big and, thing. And you, you made very good. You, what you said before was very, very good, Pat. When you said, you know, not in my domain, and that's what it is. You know, on your website, on your YouTube channel, that is your domain. You don't have to yes. allow anything. No, it's yeah. a privilege for you to to post stuff. It's not a right for you to post stuff. And I like that's to say, right. I mean, uh, there was there was someone that you know, um, I remember seeing somewhere someone was was complaining because I think I. I must have banned him off of YouTube like a couple years back, two or three years back. And I saw a comment, well, Pat banned me, and I was just criticizing this or that. And it's like the people are, that are, are doing this, and me or you, like the same thing. We might have a bad day, and we might ban someone by accident, or maybe we went too far in a case or two. But at the end of the day, what's the result of that? How are you pained by not being able to comment on a website? You know, yeah. if you get IP banned, like what? Are you really that pained in your life that you need that outlet to? to and or, and or that's a whole. That's a whole nother conversation because you, you start to ask yourself the question of who are these people, right? Exactly. What do they what, do with their lives? What, you know? why, why is it such a big deal if you got banned? Like why, 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 are you, why is it like such a heartache for your soul that, oh, no, I can't go on and leave a comment on someone's certain YouTube channel anymore? <laughs> right. Is that, right. Is that really where, where your life begins and ends? Yeah. That it's that big a deal to you? If I got banned off someone's YouTube channel... I, I wouldn't think anything about it. I no. wouldn't give this shit. Yeah, just, right. Next. And, yeah. and this is something that, that, I mean, beyond the the realms of the internet, people, at least in America, will say, if they say something and they get kicked out of a, uh, a restaurant or a place of business, they'll be like, hey, my First Amendment rights, you know, which is, if yeah. you're, if you're, again, if you're not in America, First Amendment rights means basically the government can't stop you from saying what you want to say, except in certain instances of like, yeah, you can't be in You can't be in prison or prosecuted for yeah. your speech. Uh, but that's, right. that's what the First Amendment says. But, and Nash, yes. what the thing that most people miss is, and Nash from Radio Dead Air there just said it very well. Um, you have every right to be an asshole, but you don't have the right to be an asshole without consequences. Bingo. You know? And and people in these in in a private business or a you know a website or a YouTube channel that is theirs, they essentially own it, quote unquote. They yeah. have the right to kick you off if they don't like you. Essentially, I think I think I saw a great quote about. I think it was it was I haven't seen Blade Runner forever, but someone quoted me. I think there because someone I think it was on Nintendo Age where they're going back and forth about oh Pat banned someone or something. I don't know why they were even discussing Nintendo Age. Well, they love me over there. But um, someone said, well, maybe it was sort of thing where, where like you maybe you kill a replicant that you shouldn't have by accident. You know, it's like one, one, you know what I mean. It's like you're trying to eliminate all the bad ones, and one of the good ones got thrown in, and you happen to off them by accident. I'm yeah. probably murdering what the what the actual phrase is, but something to that effect. You know, where, and, where, and where, I. Well, one of the good ones get taken out with the bad, and you know what? That happens. But you know what? It's yes. not life or death. It's it's just it's just leaving a comment on the internet at the end of the day. And like you That's said, that 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 is how rational people would would come to the table here. Here's here's my here's my slightly irrational response to this. So, I I have odd TV watching behaviors. So I like the ID channel, which is uh, this I the show. Go else with that. No, no. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, definitely, but no, not not this episode. Um, What's the next one. Yes, the next episode. Well, maybe. Who knows? But anyway, so the ID channel is all about, like, people that kill other people and then, like, doing the, the kind of recreations and showing how, like, the police caught them or didn't catch them or whatever. I'm, like, addicted to this shit. It's, it's kind of a problem. Anyway, um, I watch all the shows on there, like, obsessed. And, you know, like, all these shows that are on there that are very much about, like, 
the trolls of the world because it's very like it's very much about trolls who go and like get obsessed with somebody and then because they get banned three four times and they're still like they go call police officers they go they go try to do whatever they can to get that person's information so they can continue to harass them that kind of stuff is what I'm really scared of. And I think that's what you were talking about, right, Joey? Where you have somebody that, like, yeah. actually threatens your person. Yeah. And, well, and the thing is, though, and I, I, I want to – it's so tricky. It's so tricky because it's hard to tell the nuts from the just – That's know, my point. Really kind Watch of the ID channel. Yeah. You can't I tell. Mean, They're just regular people. And there is a point where you don't care anymore. Like to the yeah. person in the chat room saying that I ban anyone that doesn't agree with me. Okay, buddy, why don't you go search up the uh, the uh, the uh, post on YouTube about me and Ian talking about competitive Smash Brothers gaming and the amount of hatred I got for that. <laughs> go, go go do that, uh, buddy, and and see all the all the awful stuff that's still there that I you think I banned all of it. So at some point, I think it gets to the point where there's this sort of weird sort of spot where you say, screw it, it's there. Who cares if people are gonna like you know harass you? It's almost it does get to a sort of almost inner police state when you have a lot of people already in that discussion. Exactly. Um, so at that and, point, and by the way, if you do have feelings strongly about uh, competitive Smash Brothers, watch this week's weekly ringer and comment. Competitive um, Smash Brothers. You with me about that? A little crazy. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No. 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 Not at all. I just think it's a it's a great topic, and I asked about it, so people should totally jump on board. But I love the idea of. The fact that discourse can kind of rule out, that good discourse can rule out. And I think, if I'm reading what you said correctly, Pat, is that that's really what you're saying. It's, it's just maybe we draw different thresholds as to when we do wield the ban hammer or not. But the fact of the matter is, I believe the good ideas are, un, are, are, are not killable. And bad ideas are killable because they're bad. Now, I realize you could make a lot of examples as to how really bad ideas came to fruition and created a lot of terrible and evil things throughout the course of human history. But I also think that, by and large, people are also very rational and good people, and that, you know, if you're saying the right things and doing the right things, that the, the, the incredible rarity of trolls kind of takes care of itself. I guess that's my point. Sure. Uh, I don't even want to bring up Cheetah Men 2. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, bring up, I'll bring up Cheetah Men 2. Okay. What happened? What happened with Cheetah Men 2 is that things were explained. Things were rationally explained with, with that campaign. Uh, many a time it was explained what everything. I made posts on my website. But for some people, they had a crusade for that. They were libeling me by, by, calling, by, by calling it a scam. They were libeling me, libeling uh, James Rolfe. Um, at that point, your opinion doesn't matter anymore. Because at that point, it's not discourse. It's, 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 it's baseless <laughs> accusation. To me. Right. And I, as I said, and plus, I'm not going to say that I, uh, I, I, you know, whatever, I, I banned people because I got bad comments about, you know, getting physically threatened. That only happened a couple of times. But, <laughs> yeah. but at the yeah. end of the day, again, that, it's Doing my pretty good. Yeah. That. I, I allowed people going back and forth and discussing things. But after a while, the session's going to end. And I'm not going to deal with it anymore. That's the bottom line. Yeah, I absolutely. I, I, I just recorded not too long ago some commentary for the Game Chasers uh, Season 2 DVD, which is uh, coming out soon. And uh, Billy actually asked me to comment on the Cheetah Men 2 thing because we all happen to be together. Uh, well, not Daniel, but you know the rest of us from Retroware were all in Vegas for CGE when that whole thing exploded. And so we got to kind of see each other's reaction and, and the ridiculousness online. And I went off for like five minutes about how ridiculous people were. And it's a shame. It's the same kind of stuff that 
it, it happens all across humanity and it, you know where some you know people will just latch on to the most minuscule of things if they have an axe to grind and they will use see, it to libel like you said exactly like this person in the chat room is saying see the person in the chat room says it was a scam yeah no. which is not true at all and so by that nature you know this person their, their right to opinion they have their right to opinion but i don't have to listen to it anymore and it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's right. You can have your opinion and it can be yeah, factually can opinion, inaccurate. But it doesn't mean you're right. <laughs> you know, I can, point, I can walk outside and tell you the sky is green. It doesn't mean the sky is actually green. Exactly. Um, so, you know, I, I think I think we're all kind of going to the same place here. I mean, it, at the end of the day, you know, we all do this in part because we like to be able to present ideas to an audience. And somebody said before, the idea of, of me being kind of horribly optimistic. Well, maybe I am optimistic, but I think I'm also something else, which is that if you quantifiably look back and look kind of at, at the, the ideas that come out of, um, you know, communities these days or, or, or websites, and, and I'd like to think that, you know, Pat and us are included in that, right? That, that the, the, the best kinds of ideas are the ones that become the most popular, the ones that gain a lot of attention, and the ones that people continue to so, talk about for a long time past just the negativity of, of what happens with something. Sure. And it's not, I'll, I'm going to bring this up too because this, I, I brought this up at a convention about people that are haters. And it's usually the people that are not rational to begin with are the ones that are the haters. Because by definition, if you're, if you're hating on something, you're not open to any sort of reasonable discussion. I've never right. gone to a convention and had someone greet me with vitriol in person yeah. Uh, with anything the way I have online. And that's right. because those are a certain type of people yeah. that are doing that. And this goes back to, again, the psychology of people just wanting the attention uh, or yeah. going on some sort of weird-ass crusade. You know what? I'll have a conversation with someone in person about any problems they have with me. And you know what? After a minute or two, either, either they're going to uh, uh, like me more or like me less, but at least we're going to have it out, and that's that, and it'll end. And we'll go about our business. But the problem is those sort of people don't come out to conventions. Yes. They don't. No, that's they and, hide the, and the anonymity for most people uh, breeds the, the feeling that they can say whatever they want and they can be contemptuous of yes. whatever without reproach. Um, which you – I mean not – it's not that no one would ever be a complete douche uh, troll whatever to you in person, but it's far less likely than them doing it via a YouTube comment or something like that. Anonymity is a huge piece of this. There's no question about it. And I think because the internet is largely an anonymous kind of allowance for everything that, that – you know, it's an enabler of anonymity for so many different things, the kind of – idea of a troll or trollism is is only really kind of enabled by the fact that the internet connects us in such incredible ways so if you didn't have you know it's kind of you take the good with the bad right i mean at the end of the day aren't we kind of saying people are free to do whatever they want we just certainly you know they certainly don't have to make a point about our website or whatever what have you but you know at the end of the day we take the good with the bad because we take the fact that we have a good positive community and we like the people that we present to normally and the yeah. great majority of our audience and we leave the fact that there's those couple jackasses out there that want to try to ruin it for everybody else. Yes. And, and actually I just bring this up because this is an interesting little uh microcosm of what we're talking about right here because in the chat right now we have a person going by Violent Smoker 
who is saying things, you know, about the the Cheetah Man Two kick. That's the whole reason I brought up Cheetah Man Two Kickstarter in the first place. I didn't yeah. mean to. Yeah, and he could be just as he may be someone who's just trolling. He might not even well, mean the idiotic things he's saying, which well, again, case in point. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I was about to say, though. Is I, I, in my mind, I would not classify him as a troll. He is, he is having this discussion. I honestly believe he thinks what he means i don't think he is saying something that he doesn't actually think just to get a rise out of someone which yeah. i would think is a very important component to trolling it is what sure you, what you but, but at for. some point though we're gonna you agree to disagree with someone but to them it's not good enough to agree to disagree yes and no. it has to it has to be where they either get one over on you yes. or try to right. embarrass you yeah and, right. and you can have arguments like that with people in real life about any number of things usually political oh sure but the problem is in real life there's some i think at least some propriety where uh, most people yeah, well, well, that wouldn't happen. And that's all I, I ask for on discussion on the internet is try to do it as if you would do it face-to-face. -face. And unfortunately, most people don't do that. Right. Because they don't have conversations with people in real life, only on their keyboard. So they don't know how to act you know, politely. They know how it's to true. With someone. It's true. It's, it's kind of a scary thought for future generations that have only grown up with screens. And, you know, it's, we've enabled kind of the behavior of retreating behind the screens. Because it's not just the screens themselves. The screens aren't inherently wrong or evil or bad or anything like that. But the fact that we've enabled people to kind of have that anonymity and continue to yeah. retain that anonymity behind those scenes, that's kind of a scary thought. So, Violent Smoker, I have not banned you. And I had the chance to ban you. I had the power to ban you. I'm going to still allow you to say your utter bullshit in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, See, it's a case in point. It's a case in point. All right. Uh, I, I have to. I have to say, I, I am. Uh, I am actually pretty happy that this turned out the way that it did because we now we have a perfect example of everything we've been talking about. This exactly. is like it couldn't have worked out. Couldn't worked you out. You know better. what? Violent smoker. I hope you're not going to die of lung cancer I, or, or emphysema. I'm sure if we met somewhere, we would talk. We'd have a beer together. We'd have a. You know, we'd have fun. We play a game of North and South or or Eliminator Boat Duel or Super right. Dodgeball, and it'd be fine. It'd be absolutely or, fine. Or have a dance off. A dance off. A pants off dance off. Maybe that was a reach. I don't know. But, um, you know, the, the, but the, that's the that's the fact, right? If you if you ran into most people on the street and you started talking to them, it put it paints everything in a very different light. That's why I think trolling is, is kind of a, an anonymity, you know, enabler. And it's something that is that is only there's never limited to just the anonymity, but it's certainly something that if we took all that away and we were just a bunch of people having beers with each other, we would never they would never say that kind of shit. Period. Sure. There you go. All right. So now that we've solved all the world's problems and the trolls' problems, we should probably move on. But um, a lot of you out there probably don't even know we have a question and answer portion of the program, but we do. Several of you have already asked a question. Uh, of my Twitter feed, which I'm going to put right in the chat right now. Just chat, uh, actually, sorry, send a tweet to me at, at it's the Commodore, and let me know what you'd like to ask us. Either ask us about the topic du jour for the day, ask us about some of the news and notes from today, ask us about something that we haven't even talked about today. Just make sure it's a constructive question because I'm just going to ignore the ones that I don't think are constructive. Ask Pat, why is a giant scam face? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly I'm, right. a, I'm, a, I'm a scammy scam face. That's what <laughs> I'm going to print up t-shirts with that. So uh, whether or not he's a scammy scam face or not, I am yeah. going to assemble the best of the questions that have been asked, and I will ask them live on the air. And we, with any luck, will answer them. What do you think about that? Pretty good deal. I think let's go. All right. So uh, <laughs> let's, let's rock and roll. Here we go. Josh is asking, um, 
why do people let internet trolling affect them and why don't they just brush things off? And I, I think this is this is a whole this is a different point than what we were just talking about. So uh, letting something affect you. Talk about letting the trolls affect you, Pat. What do you think about that? About what? Sorry. So, 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 <laughs> yeah. so the question is, why do people let Internet trolling affect them? Do you think? Well, I think some, some people do, you? some people don't. Um, the, the fact of the matter is, is if I see someone that leaves a horrific comment uh, in a video for me, you know, I'll, I'll decide, okay, is this person worth even trying to respond to? If not, I'll respond to them and see maybe they're joking and come back later. Or I'll just, whatever, if it's, if it's really just harsh and over the top and if it's using, you know, either violence in it or, you know, bigotry or whatever, I'll just ban them or whatever, whatever else. The fact of the matter is within five minutes I've forgotten about it. Yeah. I, yeah. Can't, I, can't, I can't tell you any story of any individual that I had a bad encounter with on the Internet and remember it two weeks later. The fact of the matter is it's out of mind. You, if you're going to be on the Internet, you have, you have to not worry about it. You have to have a yeah. thicker skin. This is exactly what I was saying before. Is that I, I like to think of myself as having a pretty thick skin. I, I tried. I just ignore trolls because it's 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 more often than not funny to me uh, when they say ridiculous things. Uh, yeah, like like for example, like I, if I if people made a video about me, which I think some people have made videos about me online, I I watch them and laugh. I'm like, this is hysterical. That's someone putting in the effort to talk about me on the internet. I'm like, this is funny as hell. But then I forget about it. I don't care. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, that's just the way. That's why you have to have to do. Now I know we know people that do get really upset about yes. comments online. I don't think we should say who they are, yeah. but uh, Joy and I know someone's that will, will get really into combating yeah. uh, people I, online. And I don't think I think what, one of the things you could uh, what you have to say to that person is like, why are you like you? They are getting so much more out of it than you can. At the mm -hmm. end of the day, that you have to just separate yourself and just not worry. Or at least not try to. Um, e even the more harsh things that are said on the internet, people get death threats. People, women mm -hmm. and women really get rape threats. And you know what? I mean, like, yes, that is. Um, people take it very seriously, like ridiculously seriously when stuff like that happens. And yes, it's a stupid, horrible thing for people to do. The thing yes. is, again, internet breeds or the the anonymity breeds contempt and people can say anything the hell they want and it can't get backtraced. Well, so threats of violence are actually illegal. The, the terrorists yeah, yes. threats that that's the one thing that you don't you do not have the right to go I, and threaten oh, people. Oh no, um, I agree I agree it is illegal. My my what I was going to say was though is like how seriously do you really take it? I mean, do you live the rest of your life in fear because someone might send you a death threat anonymously on a YouTube video? Uh, or something like that. And I think the answer is no. But again, you always have to be careful with the crazies. And if someone, I don't know, someone else online who has been threatened, like, like with information saying, like, oh, I know where you live. It's blah, blah, blah. Here's your phone. Or they'll call their phone or something like that. It's like, okay, that's really dangerous. And you need to report that to the police. Um, right. Because they have tools to help with that. Yeah, I think, though, I think day... that's important. For anything that's really violent, though, or anything, I think that if it can be reported, it should be because you don't know what that person, you don't know what nuts out there, though, that might actually act on it. Exactly. Or, you know. And, yeah, it's it's scary. Um, to my point, you know, watching the ID channel, it's kind of scary, you know? I mean, you never know who's out there. You never know who's going to be the crazy one. Um, <gasps> Cooper's going to be catnapped. Don't do it. Don't let him. I know I've got to um, him forever. A, a, lot, a lot of questions about how the chat works on the YouTube channel. 
trust me, folks, we're, we're going to try to fix that. We, we just kind of backed into that one. Cooper has a question. Okay. That's oh, not a real question. Hey, Cooper. Shake him again. There you go. That's okay. better. What, 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 Cooper? You didn't get your copy of Cheetah Man 2? <laughs> he said scam. Oh. I heard him. Scam! <laughs> 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 Oh yes. Um, let's see. Alex is asking. This is a, this is a great question. Any suggestions on good casual two-player video games that I could play with my wife? We already play Mario Kart, oh. so that doesn't count. So, what do you think? Two-player casual games that Alex could play with his wife? What a great question. I guess for anything. Generally. I can think of them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the most casual of casual games. Um, he he did say he did he did say video games. Oh. That doesn't necessarily destroy what you said, but I'll just hedge it by saying that. Um, casual game. Does it have to be a, yeah? Does it have to be a video game or a board game? Is playing a board game with a significant other is that romantic or is that kind of cheesy? Uh, I don't uh, think it's either. I think it's definitely geeky, but it's geeky. It's geeky, uh, you know, but that can be good. You can, you can you can play a board game. That's fun. It's a good date night. Um, couple, couple glasses of wine. Well, it sounds like Mario Kart. Uh, if he has Mario Kart, I assume he means Mario Kart Eight, and therefore he has a yeah. Wii U. So, yeah. um, there are games like, excuse me, Super Mario Brothers Wii U. That is a multiplayer game that can be fun uh, because you yeah. interact with other folks. Uh, yep. Nintendo Land is. An okay two-player game, but honestly, is a really great party game. Like, every time I have people over for, like, 4th of July or something like that, bust out Nintendo Land and everyone has a lot of fun. Um, what is yes. the new, like, Wii U sports game? Is that out yet? Yeah, like Wii U Sports Club or something like that. I haven't tried it, but it's probably good knowing Nintendo's. Because, I mean, I, I know it's cliche, but, God, did people love playing the original Wii oh, Sports Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They Wii Bowling all day long. Absolutely. Like I remember when I first moved to San Diego, I got invited to to some like you know just house parties or whatever. And you had people that this is why it sold a billion units, a billion consoles. People were playing like the Wii tennis and Wii, you know, basketball at like a wine party. They they, they had it on their, their LCD on the wall. It was like the weirdest thing when I saw. It. I was like, wow, this really this is why this sold a billion consoles because people just. I, it was the same thing with uh, I had parties where we had where we put Rock Band up in a corner, not because Rock Band was the focus of what was going on, but people would just kind of. Actually, at that point, it wasn't even Rock Band; it was just Guitar Hero. There was no Rock Band, but people would just go over to the corner and you know jam out a couple songs, which played music for the rest of the party, and everybody else just kind of sat there and did what they were doing, right? So, you know, there are good kinds of casual games that I think can blend in like that. But I'll throw something else out there. I think I talked about this in a weekly ringer a long time ago, but I think some of the best multiplayer games are actually not multiplayer games by design. So you can actually get a game that's fun for everybody to kind of play together as a team or kind of, you know, pass the controller kind of a mentality. I know. Like we we used to play like Super Monkey Ball where like, you know, we'd all sit there and watch somebody try to finish something. We'd all be screaming and cheering for them to finish. And then, of course, something terrible would happen. And then it'd be like, screw this. I'm never playing this shit again when you would never play again. But you pass the controller to somebody else for them to try. And by the time it went around another time, you were ready to go and give it another go. Right. So that's true. That's that's a fun multiplayer game. It's not multiplayer. Right. Yeah. Actually, you know, what? I was thinking about Super Monkey Ball not too long ago. We had a lot more fun with that game than we probably should have. Yeah, it's not even that that fun of a game, but it's a hell of a uh, casual game. 
and and anybody can play it, so anybody can just jump in and jump in and play, which is why I think Alex is talking about a casual game. Yeah, NES uh, Remix is also a very good one. That's not really a two-player game, but you can pass back and forth. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, how much what was that? Thirty-dollar game NES yeah, Remix? It's Fifteen. Is it fifteen? Yeah, that's a nice price point. I might have to jump on uh, that. I, I got <laughs> NES Remix for my Platinum uh, Club Nintendo prize, and I liked if, it so much, I I bought the NES Remix too, which is even better. Damn. I just had the gold one because I, I didn't get it. I, I, I get to like download like Kid Icarus for the NES. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, wow. Good I, I for you. One. Yeah, at least you don't have that one. I, I, I still have to decide which, which of the freebies to get. I have until the 31st to select whether I get Pikmin uh, 3 oh. or I get In Waker HD or the new Super Mario Brothers or whatever the other choice was. So, so, so there you go. Uh, I have a question for the chat. What free Mario Kart 8 game should uh, Pat get out of the you know the Wind Waker and the Pikmin three? I think it's probably going to be There's between Wind Waker question. and Pikmin three. But. The thing about the thing about the Wind Waker is that it's like, I, I already own it, but you never so played it. it. Exactly. So I, I just played the one I have already on, on the GameCube, right? Why don't I just do that? Yeah, that's why I got Pikmin three. Anyway, oh, you're, so you're, you're going to see the answers coming in just about fifteen. 15 oh yeah, it, it's they're all. Annoying. I just there's just something weird that just turns me off about buying the same game again. It just, I just try yeah. not to do. I know what yeah. you mean. They, they sell. We talked about this many times in the program, but you know, they sell the better experiences with newer stuff, but they don't really do that. They just give you the same game all over again with no alteration whatsoever, and that to me rubs me the wrong way too. Uh, Pond Life has a question: Have you ever encountered trolls in real life, considering they are known to hide? <laughs> well, I mean, that's what exactly what we were saying before, right? Pat was just saying, like, no one has ever come up to him. For all the people who give him grief online, and I, I would say he probably gets more grief than we do. But yeah. I think it's the jersey. But yeah, um, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote people the wrong way. I understand that. Yeah, you're very yeah. laughable. Fist fights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But people, I, people come up. No one has ever come up to you at a convention or anything. And you've gone to a lot of conventions and said, hey, jerk face. You no one's to... ever done that. Yeah, I know. I do know um, Gerard, the completionist. So, someone kind of got into an altercation with him one time. Mm. Other than that, though, it's very rare where you hear an actual story where someone has a problem. That's right. Uh, with, with someone in person at a convention, because because by by and large, if someone's going to a convention, they're trying to have fun. Mm -hmm. I guess so. I guess if you're a fun individual, I don't understand why you'd want to make a big deal out of usually stupid stuff. Uh, you know, but no, it hasn't happened. I've only had a problem with maybe a couple individuals, but it wasn't like. I don't think they realized they were being an asshole to me. So I was like, mm -hmm. so I didn't, you know what I mean? So I didn't really yeah. get offended overtly. You know what I mean? So it wasn't as big a deal. But 99.9% .9 of the people are really nice, though, and sweet. Yeah, that's one oh, of yeah. the reasons I love I'm, going to conventions. Yeah, great people. Uh, also, it looks like Pikmin 3 won. Pikmin 3 won? Mm. All right. Well, the, 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 get on the, it. The mob, of, the mob of 100 people in the chat have spoken. Hey, We've got 177. Is that how many people in the chat or how many people watching? Is there a way to look at how many people in the chat on here? I don't uh, think so. I don't know, but I can see that there are 177 viewers right now. So. Oh, okay. Which All right, I'll give you three. So, knowing, me, knowing me, I'll probably wait till the 31st and run out of but, time. To get... <laughs> but will you enjoy Pikmin 3? I don't know. I probably won't even play, have a chance to play it. I still, I still haven't played Nintendo Land yet. I uh, have to play it. I've been playing just... just... What's you, need, that? you need to play that with other people, though. Try it with, with your girlfriend. There you go. I think, I think we should play some Hey! Yes. Let's play some Mario Kart tonight, for sure. Ooh, I haven't played that in like a couple of weeks, because I, I was at Gen Con last week. We didn't bring that up. Bring it up. Oh, yeah, Gen Con. Gen Con. Hey, how was, how was, how was Gen Con? It was a lot of fun. I got to, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I played 16 hours of D&D, not straight, but... Uh, <laughs> Which is probably good. Yes, but but in the end... You could have if you wanted to. If you, re- if you legit wanted to, you could have played 16 hours straight at Gen Con. <sighs> but, but the thing is, it was like this group package where you, you pay a bunch of money and you get to you know play in the sanctioned D&D league and there's this whole... Uh, you know, unifying adventure, and at the end, it's like you have everyone at multiple tables, and you interact with other groups at the other tables because you're all gathering together to like beat this dragon, or you know, blah 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 blah. And it was really neat. And they, there was this one point where they're like, they came to the table and says, "Is anyone willing to, you know, volunteer for a, basically a suicide mission? Your character's probably going to die." And I was like, "Sure, why not?" By the way, this was with the new five, fifth edition rules, which are excellent. Um, and so I go up there, and and who's who's uh, DMing at this one little table for the suicide mission guys? But Mike Merles, who is one of the uh, producers, essentially the directors for D and D Fifth Edition, and oh, that's great. That was pretty awesome. I got people to uh, from the dev team to sign my uh, my player's handbook. So I think Pat fell asleep. Yeah, I was like, I don't think Pat's enjoying the D and D conversation. <laughs> what? What? What's going on? Yeah. What? <laughs> What? Did I wake up in a bad movie made what? for TV? You um, know, I think at some point I'm gonna have to play D and D just to say I played it. Yeah, you, I, you do. You got You got to get on. I that. get the feeling that Ian will help you out with that. <laughs> I did tell you I, I found the original books, right? I got the original books, like the original like compilation, the first three books. It's from like I think it came out like in '78 <clears throat> or '79. Well, initially D and D came out in 1974, but yeah, the like the real. Like the, the the more popular books came out in the late seventies, and actually I picked up a, a player's guide, basic edition rule book, player's guide from the late seventies while I was at Gen Con for fifteen. See, years. Well, I'll, I'll talk about, I'll talk cool. about it with you later because I don't want this stupid book. I'll just either burn or, or sell it to you. Okay, you know, <laughs> I'll take it. but it's basically it's basically like the first like this compilation they put out like the first it's like three big books in yeah. one volume. It, it, oh, that's it's a, cool. It's always like player's guide, dungeon master's guide, and monster manual basically. Yeah, I basically got it with a bunch of com- old computer software, and, and I guess they thought that was a computer game. They included it, and I was like, "All right, whatever." <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I get yeah, it. I think it's worth like at least two hundred. Really? Yeah. Man, well, there you go. Fork out the cash. All right. I'll give, you a good deal. I'll give I'll give you good deals, Joey. Oh, I usually right. give you free shipping. You're gonna give me a bro, a, a bro price of? Uh, no, I'm not giving you a bro price. But I'll give you free one ninety nine ninety five. Hey, I still that Vectrex laying around here, but you got one. I got a Vectrex, so anyway, yeah, I got good price too. That All right, let's price. get to some more questions here. Karen asks, "What about comedy trolls? Do they ever make you legit laugh?" I think Karen's talking about more the heckler variety. Oh, um, there is a there is a really cool documentary I saw on Netflix that's just called Hecklers. I think it's what it's called, hmm. and it is awesome because the um, the person who made the movie, and I forget who made it. It's been a while since I've seen it. But they go around to some of the more famous stand-up comedians um, today and kind of ask them what they think about hecklers and how they deal with hecklers. Strange parallels to the exact conversation we've had here. So yeah, like, check it out. Yeah. Jeez, oh, Pat, you're a popular guy, man. Hi, I'm doing a podcast, bye. Yeah! <laughs> um. Uh, so, so the thing, the thing with uh, hecklers is the problem. The problem with hecklers is that you're disrupting a live performance. Mm. It's a totally different thing with the internet. Yes. You're disrupting a live performance. Yes. And doing stand-up comedy is extremely <laughs> difficult. It's yes. like the hardest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never done it. I thought about trying it. 
Uh, but it's still one of those things where it's like once you move into that, that's a whole other realm. And so even a funny heckler is still a piece of, piece of trash to comedians doing it. Because yes. it's a hell of a lot easier to be a heckler than it is to actually go on stage and be a stand-up comic and actually have well-written jokes in a routine. Um, and, so, and the question that always got asked was, why is this person here? Because some of these people, it costs like 150 bucks. Oh, yeah. To, to get a seat like far away from the stage and they're screaming from the back. They're basically asking for them to just take their money. You know, because obviously what ends up happening is if it gets serious, the security people come and take it oh, out, yeah. you know, especially if they come and you know, point at them or whatever. But why do you waste the money to go sit? This is the eerie, you know, connections here. Why does somebody go onto the website just to go post a stupid comment? Why does somebody go spend money to, to sit there and heckle someone on stage? It doesn't make any sense. That is the highlight of their entire existence. <laughs> yes, that, that, is so the most, that is the most people will ever know about, know about their pathetic lives. That's what it it's comes down insane. to. I hate to say it. And, and good comedians will try to deal with hecklers. They'll try to be nice about it. But if they're recording a show... Some of it, like Louis C.K., some of it, it'll end up maybe in some of the live shows. But at yeah. some point, though, if they don't stop, yeah, you just you got to yank them. But it disrupts right. the entire show, and it's extremely selfish to the rest of the Parallels. audience. Parallels to the show, that's all I'm saying. Um, yeah. Let's see. DTX180, good friend of the program, asks, what is the – this is a great question. What is the best – Joey, you already know my answer. What is the <laughs> best 90s Jim Carrey movie? Oh, jeez. I knew it was going to be that. Well, yours is dumber, Dumb and Dumber. Of course, it's, that's not that's not the greatest '90s Jim Carrey movie. That's the greatest movie ever created by human being. So ever, are you excited for the sequel? Oh, I am. I'm so excited by the sequel. I I I'm not even going to waste people's time with how excited I am. <laughs> um, um, I don't like any of them. Really? Any I, '90s I like, movies? Any I '90s was, Jim Carrey movie? I was never a big Jim Carrey comedy fan. I just wasn't. I just thought it was just too much. I, I don't know. I, mean, I sound old. Yeah, I was old when I was a teenager, but yes. I never liked. I never liked like like Ace Ventura. Like it's the sort of thing where on um, a Living Color, where you get to see him for like three minutes, be funny. That's enough. But I don't want to yeah. see him do that for ninety minutes. All right. So um, sh- you, you think you know a guy? You know, <laughs> if, if if this was all Jim Carrey movies, I would probably say something like, uh, you know, and kind of like kind of like Robin Williams, which uh, you know very sad that he passed and a huge fan of so many of his movies but you know like the very manic robin williams where he's just like super in your face all the time i can i could only take so much of that like yeah that's why i'm more fan of his movies than his stand-up um yeah. but same kind although of, i freaking love his stand-up he does have good robin stand-up, stand-up is i like his, i like his more recent stand-up than his older yeah. stuff where he was more manic he was more yes yeah, work true. from work um but anyway uh so the mask you know half the time he's mild-mannered guy and the other half he's crazy essentially cartoon um that's i, I really like, enjoy that movie so was uh was man in the moon 90s or I was did, that that was 90s actually... and i did not like that movie but that's 99 I, was that yeah uh, that that was we a good that was a good movie. i don't like andy kaufman so I didn't, um, I didn't like I, Andy Kaufman, but I love Jim Carrey's portrayal of Andy. Oh, Kaufman. he was good in it, but yeah. I think I think Andy Kaufman's a totally different beast because it's. I don't see him as a comedian. He was like a performance artist. Yeah, and he was a I troll. Think, yeah, he was. He was the ultimate troll. He really <laughs> he was. was. He he really was. Um, even people he trolled people in, in in his dying. People thought he was faking it, which is funny. It was like a, a reverse troll that people were yeah. coming up saying. People were coming up to Andy Kaufman. Go, oh, you, you're doing a good one, good joke, Andy. And he's like, I'm I'm dying. <laughs> you know? This is real. Yeah. Oh. You bastards. <laughs> um, 
Here's a question from Matt. Will you be purchasing the remake, as in Resident Evil, when it releases in early 2015? That's that's another one I already got it on GameCube. I already that's actually the first time I played Resident Evil was on the GameCube, and I I, I enjoyed it. I don't really need to do it again. I don't think I need to do it again either. It's a classic. I love that game, but I'm leaving it in the 90s. Pat? Uh, enough with HD remakes. Just okay. <laughs> it's, it's, He's it's put like, the kibosh on it. Are they going to do shot-for-shot shot remakes, like the Psycho remake, where, all right, well, we shot in the 60s. We can do it in HD now. We'll just reshoot the same movie. You know, it's just it's ridiculous. Let, let, let sleeping dogs lie. It's, it's fine. You know. Nice. Um... All right. Well, I'm going to wrap it up now. We're, we're we're running long anyway. But Cameron asked a lot of really great questions. I'm going to I'm going to throw the one that I like the best up here. Months later, is the Commodore still watching Doctor Who? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you jerk. Are you a Doctor Who fan, Pat? Uh, you know what? It's the sort of show where I was never into it. I then I watched the what the 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 Christmas. I watched the 50th anniversary special. Oh, okay. And then I saw then I saw the day of the Doctor when they changed the Doctors. And you know what? I got into it emotionally. I was like, "This is okay." I, I could, yeah. I could see why people, I could see why people really love the show, but I personally don't love the show. I think it's it's a fun little diversion. If it's on, I might watch it, but I don't see the sort of intricacies of behind why people like really glom onto it. I just don't. You're, it's just not you're doing better than me. You're doing better than me, and <laughs> that you see why other people would like it. However, however, <laughs> I can I just say that I'm actually I actually am borderline kind of interested. In the newest Doctor, I was going to say yes. you should start watching it with, with the new Doctor because I Three think days. you'll like it more. Uh, it looks a lot more kind of calm and more kind of controlled and more yes. like he's like a Doctor than Robin Williams. Yeah. Well, Peter Capaldi, I guess, is a renowned actor and he's actually mm-hmm. appeared as another character I think in one of the Doctor Who's. But he's right now the he's the really villainous French Cardinal in the really good Ooh. BBC uh, Musketeer series that's on right oh. now. I implore awesome. you to check it out. It's a really, really well done series, and he's like the main baddie. And no, yeah, he has some gravitas. I think it'll be interesting. I will watch it with him on it. And plus, because yeah. because also, I want to see how the fan base responds to the last two doctors have been these young, cute guys, and here you have a guy who's like in his what late fifties. And now, mm-hmm. let's see. Let, all right, let's see if you're really a fan of the show. Let's see if you're going to stick around for someone who's not a heartthrob that is an actually you know actor has been around forever. And see, I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. I'm actually you, you heard it here first. I'm going to give it a shot with the new Doctor because it looks more enticing. For what See, I'm there you go. You don't want the heartthrob. You want the older, no. distinguished yes. Doctor. He, he's supposed to be a lot darker uh, than uh, recent Doctors. And I, I already watched a leaked... Uh, the, the first episode was leaked online um, about a month ago with you mm-hmm. know, limited special effects and stuff. I watched it, really enjoyed it. Um, Daniel, you need to give it three episodes. and then right, So there you go. Then, That's then, what I'm saying. Then See? report back. Yeah, and, and I'm willing to do that because the new Doctor looks really cool, and I think it's going to be different. It kind of looks like what happens if Doctor Who hits Doctor House. <laughs> it's got a little bit of that going on to it, you know. Yeah. And yeah, so, I'll I'll see. I'll, I'll give that a shot. That sounds like a good train wreck to watch. So I'll, uh, I'll 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 feast my eyes on that one for a little bit. Yeah, I'm interested. I've been watching BBC America a lot more lately, just because. It has some of the shows I really love. It has Star Trek Next Generation, which I've gotten into a lot awesome. in the past month or so. Oh, yeah. And also, I love Kitchen Nightmares with a passion. And I just <laughs> love those shows. I wasn't and expecting just, that one. And it is yeah, that was not where I thought you were going with that. Yeah. Okay, so, so uh, uh, Pat, you need to start watching Halt and Catch Fire. And uh, Daniel, you need to start watching Doctor Who. 
And, uh, and all of you need to start watching the ID channel. Because it's creepy. Because it's creepy. And we like to creep you out. Apparently. Yeah, we like to creep you out. And uh, regardless of whether we've creeped you out or if we've convinced you of anything in regard to the truth uh, about trolls, um, we hope you've enjoyed the last hour and a half. We are almost at an hour and a half now, so it's probably time to tie things up. Yeah. Um, folks, thanks for, for joining us today. Hey, thank you to Pat mm-hmm. for, for taking such time out of his editing. <laughs> it's very busy. Well, schedule, I think so. I'm going to cancel for tonight. I'm going to do some writing tonight. But, you know, you guys needed the Pat bump. I had it provided uh, to you. You just like Absolutely. saying the Pat bump. The yeah. Pat bump. I'll give you a golf clap. But be on the lookout, all people listening to this, for the uh, new Flea Market Madness, Volume 20, will be out mm-hmm. within a week or so, maybe less. Uh, a new Pat the NES Punk episode is, is in development. As well as, of course, every other Wednesday, now off schedule with Echo Screen Live, the completely unnecessary podcast with my compadre Ian Ferguson, where we discuss the news and, and grooving tunes of the day, I guess. So <laughs> <laughs> tunes, though. The best of the 80s, 90s, and today. The best days, 90s, and today. Yes. Now, but now they're going to say 2000s and today, and it's like, geez, yeah. what should yeah, you call it? Yeah, when did that happen? No, I, I do love yes. me some flea market madness, by the way. Yes, yes. Oh, th- thank you. Totally, um, totally, totally check out Pat's stuff. Uh, Pat the NES Punk is his YouTube channel and also his website. Um, and and yes, uh, be, so Pat and Ian have their their web uh, or yeah their live stream podcast, their web zone every every two weeks. Daniel and I have ours every first and th- yes meow every first and third Wednesday really of the of the month. So sometimes depending on how the weeks work out, we're either alternating or we're we're together. Like one right yes. after the other in what I like what Ian came up with, the POW block. So. Yes. So basically what it amounts to is that they're lazy and we do two more podcasts a year than, than Echo Live. That's what yes. it comes down to. And then we take the money and run to the beach and sit and read this. Exactly. Just scamming people. Right, just a scam. The Echo Screen Live is a scam. It's been proven. <laughs> Hold on. Just ask Kickstarter. It's, it's proven. Um, yeah, so thanks, big thanks to Pat. You guys know, um, I, I guess when you can catch us next time, we're not a scam. I, I, I think we're, oh, Ruth, so Cooper thinks we are a scam? Yep. <laughs> that sounded, to, to be fair, that sounded less like scam than what like, Cooper said like, about Pat. That sounded like, ah, oh, nah. <laughs> yeah, ah, <laughs> no, nah, not really. You guys are fine. What, what, what's the next, uh, what, dare I ask about the next 16 bit chance? Are you going to do that now? Never. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. You should be lucky I haven't up to this point. Yeah, um, yeah no, it, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, try back in December. No, seriously. Uh, I, I, well, I mean, I was gone, like I just said, all almost all of last week for Gen Con and stuff like that. Uh, now that we have this podcast, it's done. Work begins again. Videos are coming. We're back on the YouTubes with, with Echo Screen Live. <laughs> Now's a great time to be a fan of Clan of the Grey Wolf. We're not yeah, going anywhere. Also, yeah. also, please check out the video game years. Uh, 1985 Part 1 was just released. Mm-hmm. Best We're finally part, yeah. at the, the NES era. Yes, this is, this is my favorite time. little part yet. Uh, check that out on RetroWareTV.com. Pat is a uh, uh, director of that one, a co-director, along with... Co-director, co-producer. Co-producer. Um, co-scammer. 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 <laughs> If I'm scamming on video games, I'm doing it very, very wrong then. Yes. <laughs> Normally people get paid for 
that <laughs> yes. otherwise. Yeah. Normally, scams end up being financially gain for people. You know, it's not so um, so uh, again, we're back on YouTube. A lot of people who really only check us out on YouTube and don't go anywhere else probably didn't know where the hell we went for a few months. We were on Twitch, uh, but now we're back on YouTube. And with that is more information. You can now find us. We are an actual podcast, a real grown-up live podcast. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on any podcatching app of your choice on Android as well. Uh, just search for Echo Screen Live and you'll find us. Um, also, we are on Twitter. I am Rue underscore C-O-T-G-W. And you know I'm at It's the Commodore because if you've asked a question to this point, you would have known that. Yep. And, and I am Pat, at Pat the NES Punk. And on YouTube, I guess I'm officially a <laughs> verified. You're like, you're like a big wig. Yeah, happened. you're a big wig. I don't even know how that happens, but okay. Pat's no, gonna, Pat's gonna shut our channel down because I we think disagree Joey's with. Joey's actually jealous now in some weird way that I'm verified on YouTube. <laughs> More befuddled. <laughs> you're like how? Who did? Who did you sleep with, Pat? Uh, yeah, who did? <laughs> who did Whoa. I sleep with at Google to get yeah. verified? Exactly. Or, what happened? Or Kotaku. Yeah, or Kotaku. I don't know. And now we've come full circle. That's Dun the full circle part of the conversation. Yes. <laughs> Everybody. No, okay. Um, yeah, so anyway, now you know where to find us. Thank you for hanging around with us. Uh, for Pat, the NES Bunk, and for Rue, I am the Commodore from the Clan of the Grey Wolf, and there is no reset button. Why are you living with Rue? Uh, yeah, I, I know. I know rent is, is, is tough right now in your area, but I think you have to leave. You really should just get the hell out while you can. This guy's unstable. He just plays JRPGs on 16-bit systems all the time. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I do agree that Act Razor is fun, but that's not technically an RPG, Cooper. Okay, uh, Super Bonk was on the Super Nintendo. Why are you changing the subject for? We're not talking about platformers. I don't, this is just awful. No, I do not like the shooters on the Meow. SNES. I prefer TurboGrafx-16. <laughs> what are you doing? Squeezing, the, squeezing Scooper's stomach to make a meat. Dude, that is, yeah, that's not going to be healthy. Not going to be healthy, Cooper. <laughs> he likes it, right, Cooper? <laughs> <laughs>